0: Test, test, test. Okay, what's up? Now live on the podcast, I'm filming this with the camera for YouTube, and I'm also recording it by audio using Anchor, so I'll upload that on iTunes, I guess, Apple Podcast. no other plans for it for now, out here in a parking lot, just picked up Starbucks. And I think I'm going to just talk about mostly random stuff on this podcast. Hi, just wanted to jump in here after the fact as I'm listening this over. Um, the real good stuff starts maybe in at uh, minute mark seven or eight in this podcast. But if you'd like to hear the introduction, just listen up until then. But... The podcast builds up. It starts getting good at minute seven or eight, and then it continues getting better and better all the way up until the end. Podcast. Sometimes when I'm sitting in my room, I think about random stuff, and I feel like it'd be cool to talk about, but also I want to try to deliver some kind of form of value, so something you can learn from. I feel like I've got things to teach. If you're in a similar space as me, entrepreneurship, business, business, Uh, maybe even fitness or veganism. I feel like I can help there. So, I don't have a set topic today, but eventually I'd like to set some topics. And if you're watching this, maybe you can even request some topics. Uh, I think Anchor has a nice little request feature. I don't know how to use it just yet, but once I figure it out, I'll show you how to do it in the YouTube video or tell you how to do it by audio in the podcast hope you can hear me okay i'm using the apple airpods and with that long introduction let's get into a random topic um so sometimes when i'm at home listening like i'll be working and it really helps i don't know if you guys do this too but when I'm working, it helps to, like, play a podcast, usually by somebody like <clears throat> Gary Vee or any of these other entrepreneurs that are making podcasts. Ed Milet also has a really good podcast. It's usually motivational stuff, stuff you don't have to think about a lot. Um, because if it's a podcast, or if I'm listening to, like, a YouTube video, I always want to go to the YouTube tab and check on, them, like, what they're talking about because it's in, like, a video. But it's if, if I use podcast... I can listen to it on a desktop, too, via iTunes. I can really I can work while I listen to the podcast, especially if it's stuff, like I said, motivational. You don't have to think about it. So maybe my podcast can be something like that for you. It's kind of just background noise. Like, another thing I've tried before, like, I don't know if you've ever tried working in a coffee shop, like working in Starbucks, bring your laptop in, get a coffee, sit down. I don't do that a lot, but when I do, you get a lot of work done. I don't know the exact science behind it or psychology but <clears throat> I don't know if it's because there's people around that are also working or I think a lot of it is due to the noise though because if you go on oh let me turn my truck off I see my camera shaking through the engine but yeah so if if you go on YouTube there's actually full videos then they're like an hour long dedicated to coffee house sounds so like somebody will go into a coffee house um, and they'll have like a really nice microphone and they'll sit there and they'll just record the sounds for like an hour or two hours and they upload these on YouTube and you, you got to try it. So go on YouTube and search like coffee house sounds or something, put in headphones or not, whatever it's your preference, and then just play that, put it in another tab, pin the tab so it's not like taking up all your tab space and then just listen to that while you work. It actually helps a lot. Another good, uh piece of audio to work to is like um i think it's called like lo-fi beats or something like that i think they actually call it study beats or work beats or something it's also on youtube and they got the live channel so it's a continuous stream you don't have to keep going back and finding other videos so that really helps me work um i've been taking a break the past week or two I kind of set up milestones for myself and i hit my my first milestone it was a pretty big milestone but so I have, I have lots of little milestones that i hit you know throughout the year or whatever time frame but i always have like this one big milestone so like one big milestone for me was getting this truck that i'm in right now pretty expensive truck and it's not exactly about the truck the truck's super dope and i love it but it's about being able to afford the truck without a nine-to-five job Uh, I used to work at a warehouse and then I quit uh, and then started my own uh, thing started this whole entrepreneurial thing and never would I have thought that I would be able to get to this point where I'm at now where I can buy a freaking truck like this and it not even do that much damage because these revenue streams I've built up are really propelling me forward and they're building stronger and stronger so it's more of a symbol I think I don't want to be too cliche about that it's not about the car it's about the journey behind it but it kind of is it's because uh, when I was sitting in my room like my office is in my room I still live with my 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 father uh father that sounds weird I just said that because I was on the podcast I call my dad I still live with my dad and uh so my room my office is in my room basically I have a little twin bed set up and that's like the only room part of my room twin bed in the closet with my clothes in it so it's a really small bed just tucked in the corner of the room and the rest of it I built into a really nice office and that office has had multiple revisions uh maybe I'll post some pictures on my Instagram like the different versions that my office have been through, I should have took more pictures at the beginning, but that always happens, but now it's a pretty nice office, man, uh, I got my company decals up on the wall, I got everything painted, got hardwood floor in there, got a really nice desk that's electric, moves motorized into a stand-up desk, and, uh, got, oh yeah, I got off track there, but, uh, I told you this podcast is gonna be like that, man, it's gonna be random stuff, but, um, So I've been sitting in this office every day now for, I think it's been about two years. I think a little less than two years, like one year in eight or nine months or something. If you go to my Instagram, the first post that you see on my Jack's business Instagram is when I started entrepreneurship. And you'll see in the caption, like, oh, I'm starting this entrepreneurial thing. So it's been that long, right? And I've been just, you know, waking up seven days a week. I stopped going out and hanging out with my friends and partying and doing all that stuff so I just been waking up and working like I get up I take a shower drink coffee or whatever and then I go and sit at my desk and work all day I'm not always successful at working every single hour throughout the day because you know that's just how it is I'm getting better at it but regardless I've been at my house trying to push forward for almost two years now and I haven't, like, uh, seen anything actually tangible. Like, yeah, my bank account balance has been raising, but that's not, like, you can't, like, feel it. Like, uh, so that's why I got this freaking truck, man. Like, uh, I was starting to get depressed with myself. I was like, man, I've been sitting here for two years and nothing's happened. Like, I'm still in the same spot I was two years ago. Like Still got the same car, got the same clothes, I like, do the same thing every day. It's like, oh, what am I doing? So I upgraded some stuff, I upgraded my road drove, I went massive shopping on Black Friday, I spent like one or two grand on freaking clothes, and I bought this truck, and then I redid my office, uh, got a new desk, painted the walls, put up logos and shit. So that was like my first like big milestone, Like that was my first upgrade in my and uh, then I took a break nice little break to enjoy the upgrades I enjoyed this truck and I worked on my room my office got it all set and kind of ate like shit for a little bit and now starting like yesterday I'm getting back on track and starting to chase milestone two so milestone two I don't have it all the way figured out yet, but I know one of the things I want for Milestone 2 is a freaking Ferrari. Like, there's kind of like a trend going on here. I'm marking these milestones with vehicles. That's just my thing. I feel like if you're doing the same thing, entrepreneurship, you'll have your thing. If you don't like cars that much, freaking Milestone 1, get your own apartment. Milestone 2, buy your own house, if that's what you're into, or you know, whatever, buy a watch, freaking expensive watch, Uh, and some people, like Gary Vee, will call you stupid for that, and rightfully so, it is stupid, you know, like, this truck doesn't bring me income, brings me happiness and motivation to keep going, which I think is the point, but it's not necessarily, like, an investment, like, I could have done a lot of investment-type things with that money, but... And I'm not, I'm not here to listen to people like Gary Vee. He says some good shit, but also at the same time, I'm on my own path. And I feel like I have a natural ability for this entrepreneurial stuff. And if you're just going to follow what everybody else says, you're kind of going to be in the bunch with everybody else that's following that. I mean, there's like how many three or four million people following Gary Vee now. So if you're just doing all that stuff, you're with those three or four million people or probably more than that. That's just Instagram. He's got Facebook, YouTube and everything else. You're kind of bunching yourself up with all those people and combining yourself with the competition. I feel like you need to have your own thoughts. I I've been saying recently that you shouldn't copy the competition because they're always going to be one step ahead of you. And that's super true, man. Like I've tried doing it before. The only time I tried to copy competition in a business space is if I'm new to an industry, like I'm starting a new business, and I need to catch up, like I'm freaking behind, because then it's kind of like a shortcut, these people have already figured everything out, and you don't have to go through the same uh, <coughs> learning curve that they did, you kind of just copy their model, so that, I do that, but then once you're up to speed, don't freaking copy them anymore, because if you think about it, a um, customer, There's your website and your competitor's website. You copy your competitor. A customer goes there, like, to each website. They're going to buy from the competitor because the competitor is always going to be one up on you. Um, Just looking at this guy chasing down a bus. Hope he catches it. Um, Yeah, competitor is always going to be one step ahead of you. They might release something new on their website that week that you didn't notice because you're just copying them. You're chasing them. And that got them to sail over you. So don't do that. Speaking of websites. And since we're on random ass topics. I think I've. Um, yeah. Since we're on random ass topics. Your website man. I recently spent 20 grand on a website. Which I want to talk about in itself. Spending that much on a website. And my specific experience doing it. I have some shit to say about that, but as a whole, I spent a lot of money on this website and it was on a landing page. And I think that's super important nowadays, especially because most of the time, if you have a website for like a business, you're going to be driving paid traffic to it. You're paying Google or you're paying Facebook or Bing or whoever, but you're paying someone to drive traffic to that website. And most of it's pay per click. So every time someone clicks your ad, you're paying a dollar, two dollars, or as much as like fifty to a hundred dollars if you're in the um, legal space, like lawyers. If if you're a lawyer and you go to Google Ads, you're paying like fifty to a hundred dollars per click. It's freaking insane. Or medical stuff. I'm pretty sure that's out there too but the point is you're paying per each click, so if you're paying for these clicks, you want your website to be converting these people as much as possible, you can't be paying for somebody to go to your website, and then your website is just shit, and your your bounce rate's just like through the roof, you're just wasting money at that point, and I always like, um, yeah, I'm like, it frustrates me when I see people doing that, they're like, they got this big ass advertising budget they're spending like a lot of money per month on ads like ten thousand dollars per month on ads and then they're driving all this traffic to a website that's not converting even half as much as it could be other so you're so they're basically spending over a hundred grand a year on ads but if they would just take you know 10 to 20 grand or not even that much i'll get into that a little bit less than that and spend it on optimizing your landing page hiring somebody a freelancer an agency to optimize your landing page you're gonna return on that ad spend so much more man it's crazy my mouth is getting dry i don't normally talk this much not a big talker don't do a lot of phone calls i do a lot of typing <clears throat> but i'm trying to get better at it i just opened a uh, a program for Social Flight where I'm starting to take phone calls from clients where previously I would deny them and say it has to be through email because I want to get better at talking, especially to other people because I get a little nervous. I got, like, social anxiety. Um, yeah, off topic. Your website. It's got to be good, man. It's got to be good. Uh, I think that's about the end of that topic. I guess I'll move into what I wanted to talk about during that that I said I would talk about is... How much I spent on my freaking website and what you can do to avoid that and get the same quality as a website as I did. So this is a key tip right here man, write it down, don't let yourself make the same mistake that I did. <clears throat> so Social Flight, it's my main company, over the years I've had different versions of websites just like everything. and. I mostly built the websites myself and then as I started moving forward I got a little bit of freelance help to make the website even better and then eventually competitors were getting these nice websites and I was like all right man I gotta I just gotta drop some money on a nice ass website and I felt like that's what you do like if you want a nice website you gotta shit you gotta put out the cash for it and that's not necessarily the case man so basically I just like found i looked through agencies i contacted the first one that i thought did good work and i was like how much for this website and they were a big agency they worked with big companies so of course they quoted me a crazy ass price they quoted me like 15 grand and as you heard i ended up spending 20 because there was stuff i wanted to edit that's just how it goes things go wrong you always go over budget especially if you're a perfectionist like me you want everything to look perfect and uh So yeah, man, I paid 20 grand for this website and I didn't, they just, they basically charged me up the ass and they, they kind of screwed me, man. Like, uh, that's just what big agencies do though. Most of them, they, they charge you like crazy, but this is the tip, man. Nowadays, there's so many freelancers out there, so many web designers, so many web developers that there's a ton of competition for work and that's allowed websites like 99designs to open up. I feel like a website like this wouldn't be possible in most industries. How 99designs works is it's it's freaking great, man. You can go on there. It's a design-based website. Um, so you can get designs like a website design, logo design, brand, identity, anything you need. <clears throat> you go on there and you can host these contests. and these, You can set up these contests and you basically say Okay, here's the project I want done. Here's what I want designed. And then hundreds of designers start submitting you all their designs. And you get to pick through it and say, Oh, this one's dope. This one's five stars. This one's three stars. And it's just like, where else can you do that, man? Normally, you go on something like Fiverr. You spend, you pay one freelancer $300, 300 to however much more. I don't know if however good their skill is, you could pay them $5,000. Some people are charging that on Fiverr. A freaking logo, and then they give it to you, and you get like three revisions. The logo might suck, shit you don't know how it's gonna look. They were and they deliver it to you, and it's like hit or miss. So, I've done that before. Like, I paid for a logo, I paid like 500 bucks. I was like, Oh, this logo is gonna be pretty good. 500 bucks. This guy looks pretty skilled, and he gives it to me, and it's not that good. And then you got to try to fix it within like three revisions or however many they they give you. So, now you see how much value is in 99 designs i feel like i'm this is like a promotion them or something but they deserve it man this is a dope website you get all these designs from these different designers they're competing so they're putting their all into it they're competing for the price only one designer gets it and you get to pick through these and pick the style you want and then you end up finding like a few you like and you get them to five stars you move them into the next round like a finalist round or something and they get to keep revising for you basically unlimited revisions because it's like a contest they're all competing you tell them what you want what you don't like and then you get to pick that one freaking logo or that one landing page design and you're happy with it and in these design contests they're not that expensive comparatively they're like five hundred to a thousand dollars, depending on what you're getting and um, how much. Uh, there's like there's like options you can pick from, but uh, dude, that's a freaking bargain. Getting all those designs from all those designers for five hundred bucks, it's crazy. So, if you're getting a website, a landing page design, what I do now is I go there. And I host a landing page design contest and I'll spend like $700 for a landing page design rather than, I think it, I think with this agency, I think it was like, ended up being like $10,000 just for the design of this landing page. And then developing the landing page was another 10 grand. So with 99designs, when you start, when you host a landing page design contest, um, let me see something. Okay. So I just noticed that. <clears throat> Sorry for the little intermission here. I just noticed my camera died. So if you were watching on YouTube, you, uh, you had to come to this podcast to finish hearing what I said if you were interested in hearing what I said the rest of the episode. I think it died at like seven, seven minutes. I got a new camera and it shoots super high quality. So I guess it takes a lot of um, um, s- space so yeah 99designs you get your design for like 700 bucks it's a freaking bargain and then after that um 99designs has partner agencies uh that are coders they're developers so you basically get the same thing after you finish your design for a website (coughs) you'll be you can check an option that says Yes, I want people to contact me regarding developing this website. So you get your your design, and then afterwards you get a bunch of emails sent to you, and there's all these agencies like, "Hey, I want to develop your website. I'll turn your website into I'll turn your um, Photoshop mockup into a responsive website for you for this price." And it's freaking sick, man. It's normally around like a thousand dollars for like um, a landing page development. So you're so all together, you're spending like uh, 1700 to $2,000 for a nice ass landing page design that you're super happy with instead of $20,000 it's insane man expensive mistakes really good learning lessons and you guys get to learn it for free since you're watching this podcast <sighs> if you learn one thing from me and that's it I just save you a bunch of money how about that Alright, so I think that's enough talking about that subject, and I think that's enough of this podcast, to be honest, it's 22 minutes and 9 seconds long right now, and I think I've talked about a lot of, I'd say good stuff, I think the beginning started out kind of slow, but once I got on a roll, I had a lot of stuff I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, most of the episodes will go. I'll try to brainstorm throughout the day today of actual specific topics that I want to talk about so that I'm not bouncing around so much and I can probably title the podcast easier because I don't even know what I'll title this one. Probably just title it Babbling. But, <clears throat> oh, random stuff. But um, yeah, I'll try to think of a topic for the next episode. And I'll come on here and talk about that. Oh, and I'll probably also try to get some guests on here. So if you're an entrepreneur, even an inspiring entrepreneur, or even not an entrepreneur, um, something that you think will be cool for the podcast, reach out to me on however you want to reach out to me. You can email me, DM me on Instagram, DM me on Instagram. That's probably the best way. Um, and with that, end of episode one. See you guys. Thank you for watching or listening. <laughs>